0: Yana, uh, first off, uh, the final trading session for October, and uh, what we saw there was the rand weakening slightly uh, against the US dollar. But how did the currency perform overall uh, last month?
1: So, Sakina, um, the ZAR did not fare uh, particularly well last month um, in October. Um, you know, even though, even though. Um, we did see it um, sell off quite aggressively against the U.S. dollar. The currency lost uh, more or less 4% against the USD last month. Um, it may be encouraging to point out that even though it did depreciate quite significantly, it did manage to outperform some of its emerging market peers, um, such as the Turkish lira and the Mexican peso. Now, <laughs> What currency dynamics are telling us at present is that um, the main domestic factors that are weighing on the local currency is the deteriorated fiscal outlook, of course, and then um, what can be described as a somewhat hostile political environment. However, despite these factors, if we look at some of the measures um, that we consider when viewing the currency, such as a sentiment which is derived from from what the derivatives market is telling us, and we look at the currency valuation as well as, as, as the currency resilience, which is determined by underlying fundamentals such as money supply and trade and fiscal dynamics. It still seems as though the dollar, um, you know, might have it in it to to surprise in its performance against the dollar uh, going forward. However. Um, As mentioned earlier, the deeply entrenched uncertainty surrounding the political outlook remains a key concern, as well as uh, risks for further negative credit rating actions. So um, while the ZAR fell off quite significantly last month, um, we might not be at the end of the road in terms of, of currency depreciation. And what is certain through the course of the next couple of months is that we're likely to see a rather volatile currency environment, given a number of risk events that are on the radar, including those credit rating review reports from Moody's as well as S&P later this month, and then, of course, uh, the, the very hotly anticipated ANC elective conference in December. So some caution still warranted for the currency going forward.
0: And Yana, just taking a look at what's happening on the data front. And, of course, yesterday we saw the release of the trade and uh, unemployment data. And uh, if you could please tell us more about that. And also today there will be uh, the release of the latest manufacturing PMI numbers.
1: Yes, Sakina, a lot happening on the data front. Um, in terms of what the trade data showed us yesterday, uh, the surplus for September came in. Slightly smaller than anticipated, and it also shrank um, on a year-on-year basis, so it was smaller in September relative to September 2016. However, if we pull back the lens... um South Africa continues to to record a very large trade surplus for 2017 of around 47 billion rand. And this compares with a trade deficit in the corresponding period of the previous year. So what this basically just tells us is that the economy is much more balanced from an external financing perspective. And what's been driving um, the change in the trade dynamics, of course, is... Imports that have come under quite significant pressure um, due to weak internal demand as well as falling investment, while on the export front, um, exports have been supported by firmer commodity prices and a stronger global growth environment. So trade dynamics, um, as mentioned earlier, still remain conducive to um, providing some support to the czar um, given a lower need for, for external financing. Then moving on to, to the labour market data that was released yesterday, um, the unemployment rate was unchanged in the third quarter around the like levels the highest levels in more than 14 years at 27.7%, and this is, these numbers are very discouraging, Sakina, um, and the number of discouraged work seekers also increased in the third quarter. So that suggests that um, if these discouraged work seekers were included in the number, it would have been even higher. And it's important to point out that... that you know, while we've seen a weak economic environment um, in recent quarters, which no doubt would have, would have kept the unemployment rate very high, the main reason for high unemployment in South Africa is structural factors uh, such as skills shortages. We've got uh, labour regulations which inhibit labour market um, expansion, and then also these barriers to entry in terms of, of um, you know job seekers entering the labour market. So. These are the kind of of factors that really need to be addressed in order for South Africa to make a significant dent in the unemployment rate and to lift the millions of South Africa that are are living in poverty out of this situation. Then moving on to to the session ahead, we've got that manufacturing PMI data this morning. And um, while the PMI has been stuck below 50 to to point at a contraction in manufacturing sector activity for quite some time now... um, there are some prospects for a slight improvement into the final months of the year, um, given that external demand has held up quite well, and this could be something that offsets um, the weak internal demand environment. So let's hope there's some good news um, in terms of the manufacturing PMI, and maybe just finally, and um, we've got the non-vehicle sales data for October as uh, yeah for October as well that will be released today. And there, we also expect to see um, positive growth on a year-on-year basis as the combination of much softer vehicle price inflation and an improvement in household credit health uh, should continue to provide some support to the vehicle sales sector.
0: And then just finally, Yana, on the international front, uh, the main event today is the U.S. Federal Reserve Bank's latest decision on monetary policy this evening. Any change expected there?
1: You know, this is always a very important event for the market both domestically and on the international front and um, even though this is the case, there's not um, much expected in terms of the outcome this evening. Uh, the Fed is generally expected to keep interest rates on hold uh, but the markets will seek guidance on, on whether um, the Fed remains committed to raising interest rates in December as they have been communicating in recent months. Now Important to note that this evening's policy decision will not be accompanied by uh, a press conference or new economic forecasts. So it's just the statement from the Fed. Um, So, as I said earlier, we don't expect it to have too significant an impact on the market. However, if the Fed deviates from um, what is, is, is expected, meaning an unchanged interest rate and guidance on a possible hike next month then um, it could have a significant impact on the market. And what this deviation might look like is that the Fed could indicate that they are more hawkish than the market um, is generally pricing for. In other words, they might be more aggressive in raising interest rates through the course of coming quarters, especially in light of the, the developments that we have seen on the fiscal front for the U.S., where prospects are now for much looser fiscal policy uh, to be um, the order of the day in coming quarters. So we'll keep an eye on what the FOMC says this evening.